We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us. Uh, you can always find out more about Brian and the team. A lot of great information on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. There are 12 different things you can download, including Brian's book on retirement, the Decker Approach book. A lot of great information on the website. And you can pull it up right there on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. 12 different things to download, no cost to you. It's there for your information. Now, if you pull some of that off and you read through it, because you're trying to learn more about what should I expect out of retirement, can I retire, or when can I retire, you might want to then call the team, sit down with them, have a 15, 30-minute phone call. Let's get started. Let's figure out where we are. 833-707-3030 is the number. 833-707-3030. Brian, welcome. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? I'm excited for uh, this discussion about what to expect next year in the markets. Yeah, you know, you think about it. We're the, I know you're excited because it's an election year, so we'll get to see a lot of ads, right? We can't wait for all of that. But- Always we hear about the election year, like a presidential election year, and people are always guessing. Ooh, Trump's going to win in 2016. The markets are going to crash. Well, he didn't. 2020, ooh, Trump's going to lose. Biden's going to win. No, the markets are going to go. No, they didn't. So I don't know if we put much stock. Do you put much stock into an election year? Is that different on the market? Or I think they always want it to be going pretty well <laughs> instead of badly when you have an election year. Yeah, there's something called the election cycle where the first... Um first year when a president's term starts, they they throw the kitchen sink into the economy. They make their changes. Markets usually uh, have the worst year of the four in the first year. The second year, uh, they, try, they get things going. Third year uh, is a little bit better. And the fourth year, they want to put all the window dressing into place so that the Market looks great going into an election year. Unemployment low, inflation low, corporate earnings high. Um, that's that's been kind of the cycle of the election year cycle. But now um, that's kind of changed in the last couple election years. Um, there's been kind of a disregard politically for the markets, where it'll be interesting to see. But uh, some of the people that I read, and we've got a, a large six-figure research budget. I, I just, Mark, I, I wake up in the morning, 3.30, 4 o'clock, no alarm clock. The first two or three hours, I just hit the research. And it's so fascinating to go through. And by the way, when it comes to Wall Street research, it's a total waste of money to get research from people that are always bullish or always bearish. Um, we try to buy research from people that go back and forth and are, who have been right. But those people, Mark, are saying that... Um, the politics are are not really focusing on Wall Street like they used to. So it'll be interesting to see if um, next year, election year cycle holds true or not. It's supposed to be a good year. So we talked a lot this year about the fact that, oh, maybe we're going to have a recession. Uh, the Fed is messing with the interest rates, trying to fight off inflation. And of course, they've stopped that. They haven't had a rate increase for really quite some time. I think the last one 
happened in July, didn't do it in September, October, November, December, no more uh, cost of living, or no more uh, interest rate hikes. So they've kind of said, okay, inflation's kind of okay, but you know, they, Jerome Powell still says, ah, there's still some work to do. But the idea was that, ooh, we're going to be going into a recession. That does not seem to be the case at all, or is that still a possibility? Well, when it comes to the recession talk, the reason that's still on the table is two things. And this is kind of interesting. It's uh, the Fed in the last 100 years have pulled off two soft landings and 18 hard landings. <laughs> so when it comes to lowering interest rates and the interest rate cycle, um, it's highly probable that the Fed is going to have some consequences to the loose monetary policy they've had for the last 40 years. And then raising rates in the last three years, um, we'll see if they can bring the, the lunar module down safely and, and uh, for a perfect landing. It's very difficult to do. But uh, one is the track record of the Fed. The second mark is that um, when it comes to how how much of a recession is expected, there's something called the inverted yield curve where short-term rates are higher than long-term rates. And that happens when there's an anticipation of a slower uh, economy ahead. You pull in your money, um, you put money out longer, pushing longer rates down, and you sell the short-term rates. And so that can, that has been in place for a record 27 months. The longer an inverted yield curve is in place, the harder the recession is expected to happen. So for example, before 2008, where the S&P lost 50%, the inverted yield curve was inverted for 22 months. We're at 27. So the, the recession crowd is citing and reciting the statistic that the Fed's chances of a soft landing are pretty small. So then what would you say that means for us everyday Americans? I mean, we're trying to figure out, can we retire and when can we retire? And maybe we're already retired. Uh, you just said you thought the markets were going to do fairly well in 2024. Now you're telling me maybe not. Well, in a declining interest rate environment. So that's another thing. Um, a recession usually starts after an inverted yield curve when the Fed first lowers rates. So after raising rates for three years, now the expectation is that we will start lowering rates next year in 2024. In fact, the market expects four Fed rate cuts next year. Not saying that's going to happen. That's what the expectation is. So, Mark, why would they cut four times if the economies had a soft landing? The answer is it didn't. And the, 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 the Calvary is trying to ride in for the rescue um, to rescue the markets. But no one has a crystal ball of what the economy is going to do, what interest rates going to do, what the best sectors of the market are to be invested in. And this whole radio show is going to focus on a new uh, strategy that we want to bring to people. And it's called uh, momentum investing or sector rotation. Can I dive into how that works? Momentum investing. Yep. Sector rotation, momentum investing. Um, there's a big study. In fact, the biggest study ever done, What Works on Wall Street, Jake O'Shaughnessy's book, Appendix A, page 367. It talks about the, the strategies that have produced the highest returns in an up market. Now we're doing something, a deck of retirement, I'm really proud of this. Our investment committee 
have had frustrations, Mark, doing what everyone else has done, asking five managers for diversification. We have five managers trying to have five managers do offense and defense well. Offense, when the market's going up, staying with or beating the S&P. Defense, doing uh, protecting capital uh, and, and making money in a down market. We've been very frustrated with the results because they'll do one or the other. I'm a skier and Mark, the most frustrating thing to buy for a skier is an all-terrain set of skis, pair of skis. Um, they do everything poorly. And so I have three pairs of skis. I've got powder skis, I've got GS skis for the hard pack, and then I've got um, skis that I can just jump off the trails and go into the crud. Three pairs of skis, I can see, look at the terrain and see what's happening. And, the, and we have designed, in fact, that was the idea behind splitting out the strategies. So when the market is trending higher, when the market's in an up market, by definition, when the S&P is trading above its 200-day moving average, Jake O'Shaughnessy's book, What Works on Wall Street, the top 15 strategies are all the same. They're momentum, relative strength, sector rotation strategies. The way this works is every stock index and ETF is assigned a relative strength score of 0 to 100, and you're investing in the top relative strength sectors. So, for example, in 2000, 01, and 02, when the S&P was down 50, 50%, NASDAQ was down 70%. There were many sectors of the market doing well during that three-year period and sector rotation, relative strength investing would have had you invested in the following. Real estate, the REITs did very well all three years. Gold and silver did well. Uh, the energy sector, so that's the crude oil uh, the transports, natural gas, uh, and the healthcare, biotech, pharmaceutical sector, all those sectors did well and those stocks did well for all three years. You would not have lost a dime. Then the markets bottomed in March of 03 and took off and in four and a half years just exploded to the upside with small caps, emerging markets, uh, technology, semiconductors. And then the markets rolled into 2008, and instead of taking a massive 38% hit, or from peak to trough, November of 2007 to March of 2009, that was a 50, 50% hit in the S&P. Most people lost more, but you would have transitioned into a cash account and treasury bonds. Treasury bonds were up over 20% that year. So that's how sector... Um, sector rotation, which is based on relative strength investing and buying the stocks that are going up the most. It's called momentum investing. That is how we make the most money when markets are going higher. So we don't have to know or have a crystal ball next year on what the hot top stocks, indexes, or ETF sectors are. The way the strategy works, um, it will buy them for us and own them as long as they're in the top position. So, for example, right now, the top indexes in the market as we speak today, not small cap, not mid cap, not Dow Jones. It is the S&P, SPY, and it is the NASDAQ, the QQQ. The top sectors of the market today are home builders, 
semiconductors, and technology. We own those. And the top individual stocks in the market, um, all right, people would, will recognize a few of these. I'll just mention um, names like Intel because of their huge exposure to IA market took off. And um, that's how momentum invest investing works. When there's a high volume breakout, we ride that wave until the wave peters out. But we've got Intel, CrowdStrike, Netflix, Gartner Group. Um, we've got some energy stocks in here. We've got uh, Adobe. Anyhow, we these will change from uh, time to time, but we ride those. And from January 1 of 07 to present, the S&P's up average annual return is about 7.8%. And these strategies are up much more than that, almost, well, about two and a half times that. So this this is where we make the most money because we are cherry picking the top indexes, sectors, uh, and stocks until momentum changes elsewhere. So here's the deal. When Brian's talking about the new strategies, the Decker retirement, the momentum strategies, the sector rotation strategies, uh, it's a moving target all the time. Here's the deal. Brian's done this since 1986. He understands this world. Uh, and there are a lot of you out there listening that love the markets and can't you really enjoy playing and following and all of that. Then there are folks like me that don't really care. It's like, Brian, can I go play golf this week? I'm, I'm, I think I've got enough. I should be fine. Uh, I want somebody to do the retirement planning for me. So the team at Decker Retirement can help, obviously, the people that actually are really into the markets, but they also can help people like me that just want them to handle it all. And I just say, okay, that sounds good. I don't understand the financial world so much. So there's really a place for everybody here. But the idea is when you have a plan and a strategy for your retirement, You've now eliminated all the question marks. Boy, is my money going to last? Or is our money going to last, right? We don't want to run out of money before we run out of life. Do we have enough income? Where is it coming from? How do we do all of that? That's what Brian and the team at Dicker Retirement Planning are all about. How can they help you have more confidence, more clarity into your retirement picture? And it is as easy as just picking up the phone and calling the team and saying, hey, I'd like to talk about my situation. I'm hoping I can retire this year, next year, two years, three years, seven years down the road. I want to know where I am on this path. 833-707-3030. Maybe you're one you're like, hey, I want to know more about this momentum investing. I want to know more about that. 833-707-3030. Back with more of Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning right after this. Stay with us. Back with more. Have you ever done something and then thought, well, that was a giant waste of money? You might have that same thought in retirement if you don't plan for taxes. Call the team at Decker Retirement Planning to make sure you aren't giving more to Uncle Sam than you have to. 833-707-3030. That's 833-707-3030. Who likes uncertainty? Wall Street certainly doesn't. With near record inflation and partisan politics, there's a lot of uncertainty right now. What will America's future look like? What will your future look like? Will your taxes go up? Will your savings go down? For more than three decades, Brian Decker has seen uncertainty come and go. No matter what the future holds, Brian and the team at Decker Retirement can help you create a plan designed to preserve your finances in uncertain times. And it's not a matter of if those uncertain times will show up, but when. Call 833-707-3030 now to meet with Brian Decker and the Decker Retirement Team. If uncertainty is causing you to feel insecure, 
Secure, Brian Decker can help. Call 833-707-3030 and schedule your visit today. 833-707-3030. Investment advisory and insurance services offered through Decker Retirement Planning, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us. Uh, we're talking about really what are we looking for in 2024? What about the markets? Are they going to be good? They're going to be bad? We're going to go into recession. A lot of things in play because we never really know, right? If we knew the markets, when they would go up and when they'd go down, we'd get in and out right on schedule. But that's not how it works. But Brian and the team have to create plans for retirees. So they've got to have some safety and protection there, but they also need growth. So it's a different battle than if you're dealing with a 30 or 35-year-old and it's all about growth and we can deal with the downsides. Retirement is different planning. And Brian and the team are certainly here to help walk you through the safer retirement process which really focuses on income planning and distribution planning, but you've got to have a strategy when it comes to your investments. 833-707-3030 is the number if you'd like to chat with Brian and the team. No cost for this, totally complimentary, 833-707-3030. And I know, Brian, part of the strategy at Decker Retirement is you've got to have a strategy for the markets on the uptick, but you also have to have a strategy for markets on the way down, right? Right. So what we did using the ski analogy where you've got a pair of skis for powder, you've got a pair of skis for the hard pack, the giant slalom skis, if uh, you've got icy conditions that are carving skis, or you've got uh, the crud skis, it, it just depends on the market. So there's three kinds of markets. There's up, down, or flat. In an up market, last segment, we talked about how we use momentum strategies, five different strategies that can make money. Um, a lot of money by cherry picking the best, highest relative strength stocks, indexes, and sector ETFs. Um, those, by, by cherry picking the markets, you can have the ability to do well in up markets or flat markets, still do very well because you're taking the best performing indexes. But let's say that the markets go down. A down market we define as when the the S&P trades below its 200-day moving average. When it trades below the 200-day moving average, just like in the NFL, we have an offense and a defense. We pull the offensive team off the field, and we put in place five defensive strategies that made money last year. The reason we used 2022 as a litmus test is because market was so difficult. S&P down 19 NASDAQ down 33, bonds were down 20, most of the commodities were down. And unless you had uh, relative strength sector rotation strategies that honed in on energy, all kinds of energy, energy stocks, indexes, ETFs, you didn't make much money last year. You lost a lot of money. The average portfolio last year was down 30, 30, 30%. And these managers, they they did very well. They made double digits, the momentum managers. So we put those in place. So we now have an offense and a defensive strategy. So when the markets are trading higher, I'll, I'll give you uh, more specifics. We've got five different strategies. Uh, one of the five momentum strategies 
owns the top three sectors in uh, the U.S. economy. The second of the five momentum strategies owns the top five sectors in the world economy. The third strategy owns the top um, five stocks in the NASDAQ 100 index. The fourth of the five momentum strategies owns the top seven stocks of the S&P 500. And the fifth and final strategy um, owns, it, it trades either S&P or bonds or cash. So it just depends on the momentum, which one is higher. So that is how we invest in as the markets are headed higher. When the markets are headed lower, it is just cherry picking the best stocks, indexes, and ETFs in a down market. And so those shift. And so we don't have to know, Mark, what, um, what the markets are going to do next year. Um, and I don't. I honestly don't. I've been in this business 38 years, and I have no idea, no clue if we're going to have a recession or not. If, and um, and there's, there's arguments to be made each way. Uh, we've talked at the first part of this call about uh, the people that expect a recession are citing two data points. One's the Fed's poor record of having a soft landing. It's very improbable statistically, historically. And second, the length of time that the inverted yield curve has been in place is, is higher than 2008. And that was a brutal market. And the people that are saying that we are going to have a soft landing are watching corporate earnings come down nicely. They're watching um, interest rates slide back into uh, the inflation, the CPI, the PPI. The numbers come in about 2%. Um, and that's happening while in, while the unemployment rate is still nicely below 4%. So they're just saying it looks like the lunar module is going to land safely and no problems. And I get that. Nobody knows. Nobody knows if that's going to happen or not. But when it comes to interest rates, these are very interesting arguments. Um, the arguments for a lower interest rate environment is um, what the market is expecting. The Fed uh, is expected, according to the markets, to cut rates four times next year. And so interest rates should be trending lower. Well, there's another side of the argument. With $33 trillion in debt, There, you can't... You can't put treasury bonds out there at 3% or 2% and expect to move $33 trillion in Fed treasury bonds or treasury notes or T-bills. You can't do that. You have to hike the rate higher to move that huge, vast amount of treasury debt. And so um, those are the back and forth arguments on the markets. Now, if we have a soft landing, the stock market should do well next year. But if we don't, and we have a recession, the average hit to the S&P going back 100 years is a 27% drop if we have a recession. So we'll see. And then when it comes to what, what best sectors will do well next year, that's anyone's guess. Nobody could know. And the way we invest in that is we ride the waves. The, the current uh, data, what's right in front of us, um, lets us know and stays us keeps us invested in the top sectors of the market, indexes of the market, and individual stocks of the market until the the relative strength score uh, actually peters out. 
Mark, I got a quick story for you. As a young broker in 1986, um, I was focused on buying low and selling high. Well, what I bought that was low went lower and clients were frustrated. Um, and a, another broker, a mentor of mine, took me aside and said, Brian, I'll tell you a true story. Uh, there's a guy who landed an account of a high net worth client in New York and he tried value investing, buy low, sell high, and he lost the guy. The guy started him with a million dollars, and he immediately lost 20% in the first year. And the guy said, look, look, I like you. I want to stay with you. But from now on, the only stocks you buy from my portfolio are on the Wall Street Journal new 52-week high list. That is it. And that was his rules. And this is back when, before Charles Schwab, the only access you had to the markets were through a broker. So he did it, followed the guy's instructions, his 20% loss, he was making a lot of money for the next several years. And it's anathema to most new brokers to buy high and sell higher. But that is the definition of momentum investing. Yeah, that is that is really interesting because I, th- I think you know, we always talk about we can't control the markets, we can't time the markets, and if you're trying to time the markets, you're getting in at the bottom and you're getting out at the top. Um, that's not easy to do. So this momentum strategy you're using is is just kind of shuffling, but starting with better stocks and bonds, I guess, to start with. Right. It's buying good quality companies. Now think about this: when when a stock on a 52 week low list, you have a risk mark. There was a, you remember Washington Mutual, the bank in 2008 that went to zero. I was in Washington Mutual's headquarters territory in Seattle at the time. And it was a $45 stock. Now it's a screaming buy at 30. And then it was a bigger screaming buy at 10. And a huge buy couldn't go any lower at five. And then it took everyone down with the announcement that it was going to go bankrupt. So you have that risk as a, a value investor that you don't have as a, a momentum investor. What goes higher um, people can't wait for XYZ to pull back 10% so that they can buy more. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And if you would like to learn more about you know, how your portfolio is set up, uh, do you like this idea of momentum investing, the sector rotation strategies that Brian is talking about? And maybe you need to explain a little bit more. Maybe you want to learn more about it. And does it fit for your certain situation? Because everybody's, think about this, it's your retirement, you're the CEO of your retirement. So what do you want? What do you need? Everybody's hopes and dreams are different for retirement. But Brian and the team at Decker Retirement are here to help you have more clarity into your situation, try to put you on the right track, especially if you're a little off track. Uh, They don't know that until you reach out. 833-707-3030. And maybe you just want to invest. Maybe you like the idea of this and go, man, I kind of like doing this. Maybe I should team up with Decker Retirement, even though I'm not ready to retire. I just want to see if I can make some more money. 833-707-3030. Again, totally complimentary, no cost to you. 833-707-3030. We're talking about what to look for in 2024. Brian Decker's got more thoughts when we come back right here on Decker Retirement Planning. Safer Retirement Radio returns right after this. 
Do you need help ensuring any remaining assets that you've worked so hard to create are distributed to your beneficiaries in the most tax-efficient manner? If you would like to talk or meet with Brian about your legacy planning, call 833-707-3030. Again, that's 833-707-3030. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Of course, again, as we said at the, at the outside of the show, you can always go to the website to learn more, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And the reason we really like you to go there, because there's a lot of things for you to just download for your own information. 12 different things you can download. Decker Retirement Planning, it's under that website, but it's under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. Three Principles of Retirement Book, Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Planner, just four of the 12 different things you can download. No cost to you. It's there for your information. But once you get some of this to try to help give you a clearer picture of your retirement, maybe you want to call them and, and you got questions. 833-707-3030. There's no cost to you. 833-707-3030. And Brian's talking about, all right, 2024 is right here. So what's going to happen? Recession, not a recession. Brian's talking about their kind of updated strategies, if you will, uh, for a new year and what's going on in the markets. Uh, we can't ever guarantee the uptime or the downtime, but you got to have a plan. And so Brian's always said this. It's one of the great things about the investment strategies of Decker Retirement is that when the markets are down, you still can survive and the markets are up, obviously you thrive. But Brian, that's really the key is your plan is to really never lose a whole lot of money with, for your clients, right? Right. It's uh, You can handle in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you can take a 20, 30, 40% hit to your 401k, Mark, because your income is coming from your work. And every two weeks, you're contributing in to your 401k with matching. Um, so in the three to five years it takes for the markets to recover, you're actually better off for it. But Mark, let's swap that. Now you're 65, you're retired. You take a hit on that portfolio that's financing your golden years and you're down 30, 40, 50% and you're drawing income from it, not adding to it. You're drawing income from it. That is terminal. That will send you back to work or you have to sell your home, move in with the kids. You got a plan B coming. A lot of people, a lot of people took that hit in 2008 and in 2009, magically, a lot of gray-haired people showed up at banks, fast food, restaurants. Uh, they were greeters. They had to sell their home. They had to go to plan B because of the they could not handle that hit. Now, bankers and brokers still recommend that you have a 60-40, 70-30 portfolio. That is, in our opinion, that's totally wrong. They're using accumulation strategies in retirement. That is going to hurt them. So, Mark, um, we recommend that people use distribution strategies. Number one, and there's six key parts to a distribution strategy. This is probably worth making a quick note. Uh, one is to have a plan. Most people look at the pie chart and they're told that that's their plan. That is not a plan. The distribution plan has your different income streams on a spreadsheet, shows your social security, shows your wages, shows your pension, shows your rental income. It totals it up under gross income minus taxes. That gives annual and monthly income with a 3% COLA, cost of living adjustment, to age 100. Also on this distribution plan 
is your buckets, your portfolio. On the buckets, every portfolio has three parts, cash, safe money, and risk. So this distribution plan has emergency cash and, by, and it has buckets one, two, three, four, and five. Bucket one is a cash account. Bucket two is a three-year CD. Bucket four is a five-year CD. Bucket five is a seven-year um, account. And bucket five is a 10-year account. We're getting the highest returns as follows. And this is part of portfolio optimization. On a monthly basis, we look at the Wink database to find the highest earning principal guaranteed accounts. So our clients are getting 5% in the Fidelity Money Market account for their emergency cash in bucket one. We're getting a little higher returns um, using a fixed rate account, still principal guaranteed, but it's doing slightly better than CDs. We're getting 6% on a three-year account and six and a quarter on five-year accounts. Those are much higher than CD rates. And then on seven and 10 years, the equity indexed accounts are, are giving us much higher returns. That's the only way you, in the last 16 years, the average returns are around 9%, a little over 9%. That's where we're getting the best returns. And those are on laddered principal guaranteed accounts. Now, the last segments of the, of the radio show today, we talked about why we use um, momentum investing and a two-sided strategy. When the markets are trending higher, we use momentum, relative strength, sector rotation investing to cherry pick the top indexes, sectors, and individual stocks based on what is going up the fastest. We invest in those and ride that wave as long as it's happening. That, that is producing very high returns. But when the market has crossed its 200-day moving average and starts down, we pull, just like in Monday Night Football, we pull the offensive team off the field. We put the defensive team on the field. All five of these strategies made money last year in a very difficult environment in 2022 when the S&P was down 19%, NASDAQ was down 33 bonds were down 20 most commodities were down too. Very difficult environment. So we optimize the portfolio using a distribution plan and clients can see how much income they can draw instead of guessing. But the six key parts of distribution planning is number one, to have a plan. Number two, to employ tax minimization strategies. Tax minimization strategies. And we've done whole radio shows on this, Mark, where we um, talk about in detail the different um, strategies that are out there, but um, the Roth conversion is huge. That is a six-figure tax-saving strategy for most of our clients. If clients have a spike in income, we offset that with a donor-advised fund. If clients don't want to pay their capital gains, we offset that with charitable remainder trusts. If clients have a, a 10-year or greater a difference in age with their spouses. We employ a quadro, qualified domestic relations order, to help on taxes and doing more uh, Roth conversions. If clients don't want to pay state or federal estate taxes, we get rid of those via an islet, irrevocable life insurance trust. If a stock, if a client has huge gains uh, from company stock in their 401k. 
we minimize those taxes by using net unrealized depreciation. The client has rental income. We can have that become tax-free by using cost segregation. There's many of these, and there's more. Um, we use GRATs for clients that want to stop the appreciation of their um, taxable estate and push it over to their heirs, uh, grant-to-remainder annuity trusts. So those are some of the things that we do, but comprehensive tax minimization is number two. Number three, Mark, is um, risk reduction. Three ways that we employ risk reduction strategies. One is we eliminate interest rate risk by getting rid of bond funds. Our clients don't own bond funds. When interest rates go up, bond funds lose money. The average bond fund in the last three years is down over 30%. And that's what bankers and brokers have told you is their safe money. Um, we strategically lower clients' risk by employing an offense and defense strategy, a two-sided strategy able to make money in up or down markets, in the risk markets. And last one, we, we uh, quantitatively reduce clients' risk from a 60-40, 70-30 exposure to the markets down. We only have 25%, 25 to 30% on average exposure to the risk markets. Why? Because that's all we need to have the distribution plan work beautifully. So- Really interesting, all that that you went through. But one of the interesting parts to me is, you know, when 2022 hit, and you brought it up earlier, 1931, 1969, and 2022, the only three times that basically you've seen stocks and bonds both go down in the same calendar year. And you just talked about bond funds. Well, earlier you said that you, the, the rumor is that the Fed might be trying to lower the interest rates when we get into 2024. It remains to be seen. I don't see them doing it early in the year, but maybe towards the middle of the year, end of the year, maybe they'll try to back off the interest rates a little bit. If that happens, bonds work the opposite of interest rates. So if the bond interest rates start coming down, then bonds come back into play. So we have there's two reasons why we won't use bond funds. One is they're risk money, and when when we compare apples to apples, we're getting far higher returns with our risk managers, our two sided momentum uh, sector rotation managers than bond funds. And the second is. If that is your safe money, we get much higher returns on principal guaranteed accounts with no interest rate risk. To us, Mark, there's no reason, no reason to use a bond fund. But in the six key points uh, to distribution planning, number one, to have a plan. Number two, tax minimization. Number three is risk reduction. Number four, we already talked about portfolio optimization, optimizing every piece of that plan. Number five is maximizing their net of tax income in retirement. Clients love that. And number six is fee minimization. Most people that have the pie chart, they have about a 1% fee structure that they pay for their entire portfolio. Our clients are not charged a management fee for cash or buckets one, two, three, four, or five, which is about 75% of their portfolio. Um, we charge 1.4% on about 25% of the portfolio, the risk money, and 25% of 1.4 is about 0.3. So our clients save about 70% in fees paid uh, versus the typical retired person out there. So I would think that when you when somebody comes down to sit down with you, that's one of the things you'd like to explain, I would think, to them. Because 
I think a lot of people would, I mean, it's amazing to me that less than, I don't know, 25% of the population actually have a retirement plan. They're kind of winging it themselves, not really talking with a team like Decker Retirement Planning, which seems kind of crazy because we're talking about the next 20, 30 years of their lives. Why would you not want to plan? But I would think because the reason is they don't do it is because they're like, well, heck, now I've got to pay for it. But it's proven that if you actually work with a retirement planning team, you will do better. Why do most people not do it? Okay, the reason most people don't work with a specialist like us is they just don't know what they don't know. They don't they've they've always had their broker, they like their broker, they don't know that there's specialists out there that all they do is retirement planning. They think that Merrill Lynch or the banks um offer retirement planning when in fact they say that it is retirement planning, but it is just it's just accumulation planning with a 60-40-70-30 strategy with the pie chart. Mark, the reason why that people don't know any better is because I just don't know that they know outside of their own experience during their 40 years of accumulation. I don't know that they know that there's a specialty out there just for retirement planning. And that's a great point, I think, is that people don't really, you don't know what you don't know, obviously. And so this is one of the opportunities. I think that's why Brian and the team do this radio show every single week is to give you an opportunity. And that's why there is no cost to this, to talk with a team, say, hey, here's some of the questions, concerns I have. Here's where my portfolio is going. What do you think? Do I have it set up the right way for my situation? Because it is about you. How can they help you and your family be in a better position? How can they ease the stress of, boy, I hope I don't run out of money before I run out of life? Those kinds of things. Where's my income going to come from? I need X amount. Where's it going to come from and will it be sustainable? I don't know. That's what you get from working with the retirement planning team because it is about retirement. And there are all different sectors in the financial world. Retirement planning is his own niche for Brian and the team. It's how do we help people get retired, stay retired, and do the things they've always dreamed of doing. You need a plan for that. Then it's a safer retirement process that Brian and the team walk you through. Income, investment, taxes, healthcare, legacy planning. Uh, what about long-term care? What about Social Security decisions, Medicare decisions? It's all a part of it, but it is about you. So you, the next couple or individual that comes in right after you talk with Brian and the team, it might be a totally different scenario, different, I guess, ideas, different things that work for the portfolio that work better for them than they did for you. And so it's really about whomever the team is sitting down with, how can they help them? Everybody's situation is unique. Again, that number, and there's no cost to you, it's 833-707-3030. And again, we are talking about the next 20, 30 plus years of your life. I think it's one of the more important phone calls you could make. And there is no cost to you. So if you don't like what they're saying, or maybe they say, you're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing. You don't need us. Well, that would be great to know. That gives you great clarity, but great confidence moving forward. But if they can help you, then it's up to you. Do you want their help? It's that simple. And if you don't, that's fine too. Not everybody is a great fit for Decker Retirement. But it is the opportunity for you to find out. That's why we love doing this. 833-707-3030. Again, is a number. Complimentary. No cost to you. No obligation. No pressure. 833-707-3030. We're headed to our final segment of Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement. Back with more right after this. Is the price tag on everything giving you sticker shock? From groceries to gas, the cost of living is skyrocketing. But if you think inflation is painful now, just wait till you retire. Ease inflation's impact on your retirement dreams by calling Brian and start preparing today. 
833-707-3030. Again, that's 833-707-3030. Have you noticed the market's roller coaster ride lately? Even a single day's dip can significantly impact your retirement. If the idea of shielding your nest egg from market volatility resonates with you, it's time to talk to the experts at Decker Retirement Planning. Call us now at 833-707-3030. Our unique approach aims to dial down the risk, keeping about 25 to 30% of your assets at risk instead of the conventional 60-40 pie chart. At Decker Retirement Planning, we don't use a pie chart. We strive to offer you a detailed retirement income plan it's about seeing the bigger picture, aligning your investments to your long-term goals, and making informed decisions. Whether you're new to retirement planning or already have a plan, we can help. Call Decker Retirement today to learn about the six things we do well for our clients that all financial advisors should be doing. Call 833-707-3030 today. That's 833-707-3030. Investment advisory and insurance services offered through Decker Retirement Planning, Inc., a registered investment advisor. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Again, you can always go to the website to learn more. Some great information you could download under the heading on DeckerRetirementPlanning.com of Safer Retirement Education. 12 different things you could download for your information, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, right under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, including Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. You can always call him as well. There's no cost, 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. You think about it, the company name, Decker Retirement Planning. It's about retirement. How can they help you get to it, but more importantly, stay retired and not live a stress-filled retirement? That would be fantastic. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us. Brian, let's talk about some of the updated strategies as we move along to 2024. Uh, there's a lot of risk strategies I know that you guys have in place for your clients. Yeah. I want to give context, Mark. Uh, I should have mentioned this at the top of the show, and that's there have been four times ever that the S&P 500 is traded above a market valuation of 30 times trailing earnings, only four times. One was 1929, and it took 17 years to get your money back. The second time was 1964. It took 18 years to get your money back. The third time was November of 1999, 14 years to get your money back. The fourth and final time happened November of 2021. We hit 32 times trailing earnings, and if history repeats, any passive investment strategy, buy and hold stocks, indexes, ETFs, mutual funds, those will yield a zero return over 10 to 15 years. So that's why we are emphasizing to our retired clients an active strategy of offense and defense. Um, Offense, when the S&P is trading above its 200-day moving average, we have momentum sector rotation strategies in place buying the top relative strength stocks, indexes, and ETFs. And then when the market crosses into a downtrend, we pull the offensive team off the field, put the defensive team on the field, allowing us to make money in a down market or at the very least protect principal from those big hits. In retirement, you cannot afford to take a 30, 40, 50% hit in your portfolio. 
And especially if your banker, broker, advisor has you with a 60, 40, 70, 30 portfolio. So what that means, Mark, if the if the economy, if the markets are have entered a flat market cycle due to the valuation levels, which have only been breached uh, four times ever, and each time producing a flat market, that doesn't mean that new highs won't be seen in the near term. It means that 10 or 15 years from now, we're going to be three steps forward, three steps back for 10 to 15 years. And so the indexing strategy, which by the way, is probably indexing and dividends. Those are the two most popular strategies. Indexing, there's three reasons why people do it. And we agree with it. Indexing, if you're believe the Vanguard's uh, statistic, and we do, that 85% of money managers and mutual funds underperform the S&P every year. Why not buy the index, SPY? We, we agree. Second, you own a diversification of 500 of some of the best stocks in the world. And, and three, the cost of that is almost free. So those are the three reasons we like indexing. There's one reason that we don't. Uh, well, two now. Uh, if we've entered a flat market cycle, indexing will yield uh, about a, over 10 to 15 years of zero return. That is that's horrible. That that is so bad for people in retirement to have their portfolio yield a zero return in 10 to 15 years when it's when you're expecting your portfolio to fund your golden years of retirement. But the second problem is there's no downside protection in indexing. You take those big hits. You just are told to ride it out. Take those hits. Mark, I can't believe China has not invaded Taiwan yet. But when that happens, the world markets are not going to like it. And they're going to take a hit. I can't imagine being a retired investor and saying, okay, uh, I'll just hold on here and take this huge hit and ride it out. But that's what bankers and brokers will tell their people in retirement. And uh, we are not going to be doing that. We're going to be adjusting strategically in our portfolios. Another big, very popular strategy in retirement is the dividend strategy, probably the most popular. And it's a it's so predictable. It's like a religion. They all say the same thing when they come to my office. They say, Brian, I don't care what the markets do. I just let the dividends roll right in. Well, there's two problems in retirement that we have for the dividend portfolio. One is, and this happens even among the smartest, brightest people, it's just human nature. So Mark, uh, play play this game with me here. The right now, the, the riskless level in the market is the 10-year treasury yield, which right now is about 4.3%. If you can get 5% dividend yield, isn't five better than 4.3? Yes. And six is better than five, right? Yes. And oh, look, the Kiplinger letter just came out and it shows eight and 9% dividend yields. Those are better than six or seven, right? Yes, but there's a trick. <laughs> well, so in a matter of about 18 months, we've seen the smartest people get sucked into this. It's human nature. Now their retirement portfolio that they think is safe, safer, uh, by buying dividend stocks has now just moved into a very high risk position. So when they come in, I'll ask them, so show me, um, Mr. Client, what, what is your favorite dividend stock? They say, it's a stock right here, XYZ, 9% dividend yield. So I pull up and sure enough, it's paying a dollar dividend, which is 9%. But here's where the rug gets pulled out. 
I show them EBITDA earnings of XYZ, earnings before uh, interest, dividends, taxes, and amortization, and it shows that they're only earning 60 cents on the dollar, 60 cents per share. And so they're having to borrow 40 cents, uh, 40 cents a share to pay the dividend, the $1 dividend. And this is where the blood drains from their face, Mark, because no one's ever told them that before, that the higher the yield, the higher the risk. Or if they were told, they just missed it. And they just, it's like the boiling frog. They slowly got in and this looks better and better and better. And they've moved their entire portfolio into seven, eight, nine percent dividend yields, which are high risk. And the expectation is that those dividends are going to get cut. So they've been selling the shares, shares price goes down, dividend yield goes up, and it shows up on these periodicals like Kiplinger. So that's one problem we have. The second problem has to do with um, concentration. Majority of the higher dividend stocks are concentrated in the two sectors of the economy, energy and real estate. Does energy cycle down? Heck yes. In 2020, in the COVID years, we saw in March something I'd never seen in my 38 years, and that was the crude oil contract for August was negative. I've never seen a negative futures contract in my life until then. And so most all of the energy dividends got a haircut in 2020, across the board. Second is, what about real estate? Does real estate cycle down? Yeah, it has a different cycle than stocks, but the last time that real estate cycled down was in 20, 2008. The average REIT was down 70, 70% cross the board dividend cuts. You can't have that kind of dividend cut and volatility and losses in retirement. So we do not recommend the indexing strategy or the dividend strategy for people in retirement. So Mark, there's many strategies that we see out there. We see real estate, we see mutual fund strategies, we see uh, dividend investing strategies, uh, we see options and futures, covered calls and spreads, commodities, we see currencies out there, we see the Warren Buffett method. But we believe, Mark, passionately that the two-sided strategy um, minimizes the retiree's risk and maximizes their return. Um, and the distribution plan does two things. It walks and chew gums. It pays out a very high amount of income, which you want in retirement. And the risk money replenishes that income. That is key to the distribution plan. Now, it makes a lot of sense. So what, what strategy makes sense for you? Brian and the team don't really know because you haven't talked to them. But they certainly have a lot of ideas and they might be able to give you some great insight and you just keep doing what you're doing, uh, which is fine. Or you might become a client of Decker Retirement. Don't know that the answer to that one either. 833-707-3030. Again, is a the number. There's no cost to you for this. Uh, might be a second opinion for some of you. Might be a third opinion. But for some, it'd be a first opinion. You've never sat down with a retirement planning team before. Uh, great opportunity. 833 707 3030-833-707-3030. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Brian, enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We'll do it again next week. 
Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. That accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.